So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hello, hello. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong. Thanks for joining me. Let's talk taste buds. You know, people don't think about their taste buds too often. They think think about um, whether they like food or don't like food. But really, where does that all start? You kind of think about it. You think it's the food, but really, uh, what we like and don't like starts with our taste buds. So taste buds, as you know, there are sensory organs um, that are found on your tongue, and they allow you to experience tastes like uh, sweet, salty, sour, and bitter, and the umami flavor, which is sort of the meaty sort of flavor um, that um, is often talked about that people can't really distinguish, but just tastes good. So we know that your taste buds um, have a lifespan. Uh, They can last between 10 days and two weeks. And it it is actually possible to kill them off by burning your tongue. You've all, we've all experienced that, Um, but they regenerate really quickly. And I know a lot of people lost their taste. That was a a symptom of COVID-19 and some takes a while to regain it than, um, than others. And I don't, I don't know why that happened, but um, that was a symptom they were watching for. But, you know, um, I've experienced this. After I went plant-based, my mom used to love to eat wheat thins. And um, I came across, I was at somebody's house and they had wheat thins. And I just remember I associated it with my mom, right? Uh, My mom's been gone for about 20 years, 21 years. And I was like, oh, so I popped a few in my mouth without even thinking. And I swear it was like eating salty cardboard. I, I couldn't even believe it. There was like no flavor and so I gagged it down, didn't have any more and quickly said, okay, it's not the food I remembered it being because my taste buds have changed. Okay, the memory's still there, but the taste is not. So um, years ago, my husband and I on our quest to be healthier, we uh, used to follow a fellow named Hans Deal. And Hans Deal is a, I think he's an epidemiologist. He studies cultures all over the world and their food habits and health, um, which I think is fascinating. And he made a comment. It was, um, taste is between the ears. And, you know, I I used to think that comment meant, yeah, of course it is, it's your taste buds. But really, I learned, it really all came together many years later when I read a book by um, uh, uh, Mr. Moss. I've forgotten his, Michael Moss, I think his name is. And I'll put the link down below. Um, And It was um, about kind of how the food industry hooks us. So if you're eating the standard American diet, and that's one that's high in animal products and packaged foods, um, we, you know, you know, 
maybe you don't know, but it contains a lot of salt, a lot of sugar, and a lot of fat. And in uh, Michael Moss's book, he talks about, and now kind of exposes how the food industries optimize these flavors in these convenient foods to ensure that the customers experience the bliss point. And they've done a lot of science around this, discover what the bliss point is, right? Um, and the, the exact combination of salt, sugar, and fat that you know sparks the greatest amount of crave. So your cravings are real, okay? Because this, these foods are designed that way. And so, and they've gotten, like I said, they've gotten it down to a science, literally. Um, these food giants have employed scientists. That's the sole purpose of some of these people's jobs is to, to discover what that bliss point is and they perfect it. They perfect it and then they sell it as junk food, okay? So um, he gives it, Mr. Moss, Michael Moss gives an example of what that combination sort of looks like. Um, and, you know, think about Coca-Cola and Doritos. They, he says, they owe their success to complex formulas that kind of peak the taste buds enough to be alluring, but you don't have a distinct overriding single flavor that tells your brain to stop eating, okay? So you don't have one flavor where your brain triggers, okay, I've had enough. It's enough to confuse your brain to keep you eating. So think about it. Can you just eat one potato chip? Your brain isn't getting the message that you've had enough, okay? Whereas if you eat a whole foods plant-based diet, like a piece of sweet fruit, it's not laden in the salt and fat and your brain will register when you're satiated and you won't reach for the second apple. Or maybe you will unless you need the calories, okay? And, you know, plus it makes you feel fuller because of the fiber in the water, which we've talked about in other episodes. So, but a lot of it is between your ears, okay? Taste is between your ears. And so I finally kind of got what Ms. Hans Deal was, was, was talking about. So what actually happens when you eat junk food? Well, all that's going on in your brain, your take, you know, while that's all happening in your brain, your taste buds are changing too. So your taste buds do change as well. Junk food hooks us and then dulls our sense of taste. Okay. That's, I think what has happened. Um, you know, why those wheat thins tasted good to me. I only could taste the salt and the fat and that's what I was used to tasting. I couldn't, really distinguish the taste and and my taste buds just accepted that as good flavor. So the molecular makeup of our tongues actually alters when we eat certain unhealthy foods, okay, like the junk food um, and the packaged foods that we've been eating since we've grown up. So while we think our taste buds develop in childhood, they're actually always turning over. You'll maybe hear, oh, every seven years your taste change. Well, they're always turning over, okay? Um, we have about 50 to 100 taste bud cells renewing every 10 days or so, like I said. So, um, but studies have shown that if we eat too much fat, we experience acute inflammation. And that's kind of what goes on when people are um, overweight and obese. You have a lot of inflammation in your body from that extra adipose tissue. And this inflammation, happens in our taste buds and it, it prevents them from regenerating as quickly and dulls the sense of taste. Okay. So it's kind of a vicious cycle as the taste buds are desensitized. It's so, you know, we eat more trying to get the flavors we want to satiate us. 
and it causes the overweight um, issue, okay? Um, and you're more likely, likely to overeat these high fat um, foods um, because you want more of them because you're still hungry for them, you're craving them. So it's the cravings that kind of um, kick in. So it's not just that the fat screen up your taste bud, it's, it's eating too much salt and too much sugar. They have a similar effect, okay? So just keep that in mind, it's those three, it's the triad. Okay, so when, when our taste buds are sort of confused, our brain is confused, we have a hard time enjoying the natural plant foods that are good for our body because we're wired to want the high fat, high salt, high sugar foods, okay? The good news, I'm gonna give you some good news in all of this, it is possible to change your taste buds. So while your taste buds do become dulled from eating the salt, sugar, and fat, they also are able to reset once you ditch the, the standard American diet, okay? Once you stop eating the foods that are high in fat, high in sugar, high in salt, your taste buds will reset. Um, but, it, you know, it, it, they ha it, to me it happens fast, but for some people going through it, it does not, okay? Because I told you, you know, roughly at least 10 days for them to reset. Um, and so... It, you know, you have to be a little patient and just realize that it's a process, okay? But, but I have seen it over and over again. Within weeks, I have clients um, that find things, you know, that after they've started eating plant-based foods and gotten rid of the processed high-fat, high-sugar, high-salt foods, that they now start realizing, oh, some of these foods, if they try them again, it's they're too salty, they're too fatty, they're greasy. I have this like film in my mouth after I eat some of these things. And I get it. I, I had such a hard time eating out because restaurants serve the mass population, right? And most of the people eat the standard American diet. So they need more salt and the more sugar, more salt, um, fat to make foods taste good. So that's what the restaurants cater to. And so when I walk in to order a meal, everything's like super salty and you know, super fatty, even when I ask for no oil. So, I mean, you know, you have to really be able to pick your restaurants carefully and have them prepare things fresh because nothing will taste good again. So I encourage you, if you're struggling to transition to a plant-based diet and add more vegetables and fruits into your diet, you know, just realize that it's a process um, and it's going to take about two weeks and it's okay if you don't love it at first, okay? Um, it's because you're used to eating the standard American diet. And remember, that diet, the way you've been eating is formulated to hook you. It's formulated to create cravings. It's formulated to keep buying those foods. And so, you know, you need to break the cycle, really, and to say, I've had enough. You're not manipulating me anymore. I'm not, I'm not buying into this anymore. And choose health. It's really choosing health over those foods. And, and I know the plant-based diet once you give it a chance, can bring you the health that you that you want. Okay, it can help you lower your blood sugars. It can help you lose the weight, um, regain your energy. It can do all those things. I see it happen all the time um, in my reverse diabetes method program. I see it help clients all the time, and it's so exciting because it's so simple. Okay, it's so simple. So let me give you a few tips, though, because if you're just like, oh, I don't even know where to start. Um, you know, I know you can read your taste buds can regain their sensitivity. So let's start this. Here's a few tips. 
start by eliminating the sweet and salty foods. And you're like, okay, yeah, of course I get that. But, you know, for a month or so, just kind of um, find the flavors that you like. Okay. Um, everybody has a flavor profile they like. And it's um, like, for example, I don't, I'm not a big fennel person. And so when I see a recipe that has fennel, I swap it out, that ingredient or that, that flavor out with something else, or I choose a different recipe. Um, and I choose recipes that I know has the flavor profiles I like. Um, I like garlic. I like a little spicier foods. I, um, I like curry. Um, so you start finding the flavors you like. Now then take those flavors that you like. What is it about the food that you're eating that you really like? And then you take those flavors and put them into onto the new foods that you're going to try. So then you increase the odds that you're going to like the new vegetable that you're trying or the new bean dish that you're trying. Okay. So it's really being an investigator and finding the flavors you like. You're just so used to eating fat, sugar, and salt. You may not even know. You might think it's something, but you may not even know that you really like curry or you really like, um, you know, kind of the, the um, Italian flavors of basil, oregano, garlic, those sort of things. Um, and so you have to be investigative and then keep trying those, those flavors on your new foods, okay? And try a variety of foods. We all eat the same things. And the beautiful thing about the plant-based diet is that you, you actually open up your world, more to all this opportunity of these different foods that you just haven't been eating before. I worked with a client not that long ago that um, had never had tofu and now loves it. I mean, absolutely loves it. And it's a great protein source. It's, um, you know, bringing so many good things into her diet. And she's able to use the flavor profile she likes because tofu takes on a lot of the, the flavors that you cook it with. Okay. It's, it's a pretty bland food and so that's what's beautiful about it is you can flavor it the way you like and it and it really steps in it, it it's a it's a powerhouse in your in your meal planning believe me um so that's one thing um figure out the you know eliminate the salt and sweet foods okay and and start cutting down on the salt maybe use mrs dash um as you know as no salt and start using that instead of your salt um and, and then try different flavor profiles with your new foods, okay? That's the second one. The third one is to practice being mindful. And these all kind of run together. I'm just trying to have you separate them out so you can see them individually, but really all of these things are in play together. So being mindful um, and paying attention to your flavors and then intentionally what you're eating. And then when you're mindful when you eat, you really enjoy your food more. Um, and it's a stress reducing practice. Um, you know, it being mindful and present um, really just brings your eating experience to a whole new level. And then you're able to see what it is about the foods that you like or don't like. Okay. But the last thing is you have to really give it a chance. Okay. You have to cut those foods out for roughly 10 days before. And I mean, if you think about it, if you, you're still eating them a little bit, then you're still not giving your taste buds a chance to reacclimate or to regenerate or to, you know, kind of purge. Think about when you, um, it's a big thing when you go wine tasting, 
I see people doing this that in between the different wines, they cleanse their palate. And it's to take on the new flavors and be able to taste all those different nuances of that particular wine they're now tasting. It's the same thing with your foods. You have to give your taste buds a chance to regenerate and purge out all those old flavors to really appreciate the new flavors you're bringing in, not to mention the new textures, right? And um, so those are the things I, I think if you start doing that, you really kind of try eliminating the sweet and the salt. Um, try identifying your particular flavor profiles and using those on new foods, new vegetables and your beans and legumes, you know, your legumes and lentils. And then um, uh, being mindful and giving it time, okay? You really have to cut out the standard American diet foods to give it time to regenerate. So I hope you, I hope that helps. And, you know, um, I, I just want this so badly because I see it happen all the time with the clients I work with. And it's such a wonderful thing. I mean, they're just like, wow, some of these flavors are so vibrant, they never knew. It's like, you know, especially when you're eating in-season vegetables. Um, I cooked some asparagus last night. Asparagus right now is in season. I literally just steamed it. I didn't put anything on it. It was so delicious. Um, and it, you know, it, was, it was gone. I mean, people were choosing that over, my family was choosing that over other things I had made because it was just that good. So that's another trick, I guess, eat in season. Um, because things just taste way better and they're cheaper actually, but taste way better. So, um, but you have to give your, your taste buds a chance to rejuvenate. So think about it, be kind to your taste buds, let them liberate them, let them be free to choose many, many different flavors. You've been kind of um, uh, limiting their, their choice. So, you know, I finally get it. Hans Deal is right. Um, taste is between the ears and it is your taste buds, but it's also your brain. So, um, so definitely check out the show notes. You can see the book I was talking about. I'll link something to Hans Deal if you're interested in following some of his research. And um, you can also download a, um, a, a break. Uh, I'm sorry, I got went blank. You can download a some breakfast menus to get you started with recipes. And you can also um, find the link there to give me a um, break, schedule a breakthrough call if you want to reach out to me and learn more about my um, reverse diabetes method. So I'd love to hear from you. And you can always just leave comments for me. Love to hear them. Okay. Thanks so much. Have a great day and keep choosing plants. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to, breakfast to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.